Hello, and welcome to Life Simply Better. I'm Zoe Galitzis, and I help busy working moms create simpler, more relaxed lives. Get out of survival mode and create time for what matters most. And today's episode, I'm so excited to share with all of you. On episode 38, we are going to talk about how to take control of your calendar at work. And if you feel like your work calendar is out of control, back-to-back meetings, no time to get any of your work done, hard to maintain work-life balance, this is the episode for you. I'm going to share three tips that you can start applying today easily without spending extra time on them. These are actually going to save you time that will help you get control back of your calendar and create the work-life balance that you want. So the three tips I have are to schedule backwards, start where you are, and know your models. And I'm going to walk through now each one of those and explain to you exactly how this works. My first tip to take control of your calendar is to schedule backwards. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean scheduling in a different order and prioritizing our time differently than we normally do. The typical order that we schedule in is we look at what meetings we have on calendar And then around those meetings, we fit whatever work we have to get done ourselves, plus, you know, getting lunch and going through email and random fire drills and all of the other things that come up. We fit those in outside of our meetings. And then whatever time is left after that outside of our meetings and our work time is what we have left over for life. So life becomes like the balancing item. And That's why we don't feel in control of our calendars because those meetings get thrown onto our calendars and work gets thrown onto our plates and we do our best to get through that. And a lot of times it feels like the balance, what we have left for life, isn't what we want it to be. It doesn't feel in our control. So I recommend instead that you schedule backwards. Instead of going forwards, our typical schedule or our typical order, I should say, of meetings, work, and then life, the backwards order that I recommend is schedule life, then schedule work time, and then the balance is what is left for meetings. Now, you might be saying, that's not possible for me because I have all of these meetings on my calendar and it's not going to all fit. Well, guess what, my friend? I have amazing news for you. You don't have to go to all of your meetings. For you to go to a meeting, it means you have to accept that invite. It means you have to show up at the meeting. Just because someone sends you an invite to a meeting doesn't mean the best use of your time at work or overall in your life priorities in general is attending it. And so what I recommend is thinking about what you want this to look like. Now, I'm going to give you the example of my schedule right now. Everyone is different. This isn't going to be exactly what your schedule looks like. And this is a schedule I got to over a long period of time, gradually tweaking my routine and changing my habits. But this is what it looks like today. First, I schedule my life. I know from 4 p.m. to 8 a.m., I don't want to be at work. I want to be living my life. So that's my life. That goes on my calendar first. Then I have work time. And I know for me that I want about three hours a day 
for work. Now that includes everything. That includes getting through my email each day and my morning routine. And I do recommend that you include time here for a daily routine. It includes, you know, time that I'm getting up and taking a short break or grabbing my lunch or what have you. It includes time that I'm working on things that came up unexpectedly, which we know always happens, right? Every day can be a surprise in terms of what that day brings. And so that three hours includes everything that I need to have buffer and margin to know that I'm going to get my work done that day. Now, I'll say three hours actually isn't a lot of time. And I am in a role, I'm in a leadership role, where I don't do that much work myself. I'm mostly uh, I'm mostly in meetings. I'm mostly managing and leading others' work. And so I'm really not spending a hour chunk of time, for example, doing work. Most of that three hours is taken up by those unexpected things, just getting through the, you know, hundred or hundreds of emails that I get in a day, getting through all of that. So three hours will go by faster than you know it. And if you are in a role where you need to be doing a lot of individual work, that three hours is going to be a higher number. But for me, it's three hours. And then the rest of the time, that leaves five hours, right? Because I've said my life is 16 hours. I'm going to have three hours of work time for myself. That leaves five hours for meetings. Now, all the time, I get more than five hours of meetings on my calendar. And I have tried all different systems to try to keep this from happening and keep a reasonable number of meetings on calendar. I've tried blocking my calendar off. I've tried uh, planning further ahead. I've tried all sorts of things. And none of them have worked just by themselves like this magic bullet. What I found is that it requires some decisions and it requires some discomfort if you're not used to this. So I do block my calendar off. I put some holds, some 30-minute holds in my calendar so I know I'll have time for my morning routine and that three hours each day that I want. It doesn't always have to be at the same time. I can move them around to different times around my meetings, but I want three hours total. And then in the morning, I look at my calendar and see how much is on there. And if it's more than five hours, I find that often the day of a meeting will get canceled. And I won't necessarily have that time. I'll have that time for other things, which is great. But sometimes I still have more than five hours on there. And I just look and I pick something to not do. And yes, that's uncomfortable in the moment. But there's always a way. I find there's always a good solution. It might be a meeting I don't even need to be in. It might be a meeting that uh, someone else could attend in my place. It might be a meeting that I scheduled that we don't really need and could be handled maybe with a, a quick email much more efficiently. So I just look and I get creative. And there isn't a magic bullet that I've found yet. I just take each day as it comes and practice at that habit. So that is how you schedule backwards. Instead of fitting your work around your meetings and fitting your life around your work, first you schedule your life, then you schedule your personal work time, and then meetings fit into whatever space is left over. Don't let your inbox of calendar invites control how many hours of meetings you are in a day. Decide that ahead of time and look for creative ways to make it happen. Now, 
yes, sometimes you have all-day meetings. In fact, coming up this week, I'm traveling and I'm going to be in all-day meetings. And that's that's fine. That's workable too. And that's probably a topic for a whole other podcast, but I'm talking about your typical day-to-day. So let's talk about two other strategies to use in addition to scheduling backwards. The next strategy I want to talk about is to start where you are. So don't be in a hurry to go from working 10 hours a day to working eight hours a day. If you're working 10 hours a day right now, first practice working 10 hours a day and not more than that. Then practice working nine hours and 50 minutes a day and work back from there. This is going to be a gradual change and it can go slowly as long as you're willing to take small steps and trust that those add up to big results over time and you have some patience. If you are in a hurry about this, there's likely some other self-coaching work and some other emotional work that you will want to do. And I talk about that in other episodes. But the idea is that you want to do this in small steps. And you think you probably need to figure out, like, what is the key? How do I get my work done in less time? You think that's the answer to shortening your workday and controlling your calendar. But you really only need to learn one skill. If you can learn the skill of how to deliberately and intentionally change your routine, that's all you need. I promise you there is a way to get your work done. You don't know it yet, but that's okay. You don't have to. All you have to do is start practicing a new routine of working, you know, 10 minutes less than you do right now. So start where you are and work in small steps from there. And my last tip is to know your models. Now, I have talked about the self-coaching model on other episodes, notably episode six and episode eight. Either of those are a good introduction to the self-coaching model by Brooke Castillo. But in a nutshell, the model says that our actions stem from our thoughts and our feelings. And so the actions that we take of controlling our calendar and setting boundaries around meeting time and setting boundaries around work and lifetime, those are actions. In order to create those actions, it's not enough just to put them on a to-do list or just to make an action plan. We have to understand the feelings and thoughts that lead to those actions. So I want you to spend a minute thinking about what are the thoughts that are keeping you stuck in your current patterns? If you have a lot of trouble declining a meeting or not going to a meeting, even though you know it's not really valuable for you to be there and there would be other things you could do with your time that would be more valuable and create more value for the company, what are the thoughts that are keeping you stuck doing that? Are you thinking, oh, I don't want to make other people uncomfortable. I don't want to look like I don't care about them. I don't want to be selfish. I would feel guilty. Take a look at where you are right now because I guarantee you if you don't understand those thoughts that are creating your current patterns, you won't be able to move forward in a lasting way. And then you want to think about what are some new thoughts that might serve you better. So one thought would be, I'm learning how to do this. I'm learning how to take control of my calendar. Another thought would be, I can do this in small steps. I will always be able to find a way to do the next step. Another thought might be, 
they'll be fine without me, right? Like realizing that your team doesn't need you for everything. And again, maybe it's more valuable to everyone, yourself, your company, your team, your family, for you to take some additional time either to focus on individual work or to not be working and getting refreshed for the next day. So think about what are the thoughts that are keeping you stuck right now and how might you start to flip around those thoughts to thoughts that serve you better. That is what I mean by know your models. And again, episode six and episode eight have more information about that self-coaching model if you are interested. All right, so to summarize how to take control of your calendar, the first thing we want to do is schedule backwards. First, schedule when you're in your life outside of work, then schedule your focus work time, the time that you're at work but not in meetings, and then your meetings are just going to be a balancing item. For me, that's five hours. For you, that might be two hours. Figure out what that number is and get your meetings to fit in there. You will have to be creative and a little uncomfortable, but I think you will love the results. The next tip was to start where you are. Don't be in a hurry to cut a bunch of hours out of your workday. What you are doing right now is actually working really well for you. I'm sure you could tell me a lot of things you love about your life even today. So start where you are, be willing to be patient and build this change in small steps. And finally, know your models. Understand the thoughts that are creating your current feelings and actions and understand what new thoughts might help you transition to a different routine that will be so powerful and make this so much easier and more sustainable of a process if you can get to the root cause of those thoughts versus just focusing on your actions. Okay, everyone, I think this is so good. I hope you give it a try. I want you to be patient with it. This is something that I failed at many, many, many times before I really got the hang of it, and I'm still continuing to learn. So if you go and try this out tomorrow, and it is a total bomb, that doesn't mean you can't do it. That doesn't mean it won't work for you. That just means you haven't figured it out yet. I encourage you to keep trying and let me know if you have questions. If you would like some additional support with this, guess what? My client membership program is back open for registration. And you can register for that program by going to lifesimplybetter.com forward slash coach, C-O-A-C-H, and sign up in a couple minutes and we will get you all set. Thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful week. And I will talk to you again soon.